0: It was cool by the window. The cold wind seeped in through the cracked glass. Outside, the wind swirled, whistling loudly, shaking the leafless trees, making them clatter like dry, brittle skeletons.
1: Welcome to a special bonus spooky episode of Are You There Pod. It's me, Jessica.
2: It's me. Oh, I I, I want a spooky name. Uh, what do you do with Josh that's scary? Jabberwocky dodge. I, I hate uh, What that. is that voice? I, I love that, that voice. <laughs> 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 uh, is it Jabberwocky scary? Jo- I don't know. How about uh,
3: J- Josh O'Lantern? I mean.
2: Okay, I'll be uh, uh, Josh in Escaped... No.
3: Josh an Escaped Murderer. <laughs> okay, fine.
0: And And Crystal from the Crypt. (laughs) That's good. She did it right. She did it right. That's how you do that.
3: That's how you do a solid Halloween name.
1: Yeah. By the way, Crystal's a special guest here. Oh, yeah, yeah. All (laughs) the way from Austin, Texas. Howdy.
3: (laughs) This is our furthest traveled guest, I think. Because John, well.
2: Uh, Wisconsin.
3: It's kind of. Maybe
2: uh,
0: equal.
3: How many many hours?
2: It's like nine or eight, eight or nine. (gasps)
0: No, I it's
2: it's like ten. You're no actually eleven.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. I don't know. That's he's Southern Wisconsin, so it's like nine hours. (laughs) I think (laughs) five. Anyway, this is really interesting stuff. But what book are you? (laughs) What book are you guys popping off about this time?
1: How About this? Okay. Hey, Josh. What book are we talking about this time for our special bonus app? Maybe Mm -hmm. Crystal should tell us because she's our special guest.
0: (laughs) It's The Babysitter by R. L. Stein, a classic.
1: Nobody scares them like Stein. I just want to point that out.
3: R.L. Stein. I thought he only did those Goosebumps books for children.
1: (laughs) Well, you might think that. But he also had a little series called Fear Street. And before that, he wrote... Well, I can get into a whole history of R.L. Stein because I I did some research tonight. If anyone's interested. All right. Let me just
3: do the musical drop and give the history. Do,
1: do, do. R.L. Stein was born. No, that's not how I do this. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, basically, this book, it is not part of his series, but it became a series. There are four books in the Babysitter series, and I think every time Crystal comes to visit, we're going to do a Babysitter book, so is you're it welcome. All,
2: is it all the same Babysitter?
1: It is until the fourth book. Can't wait. <laughs> so, Twist. Twist. Let's
3: keep it out of the paper bag for the duration. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to not reveal my big... The, of... This is the loudest way to possibly drink something on a podcast. <laughs> we'll get to
1: that. Um, anyway, this is the first in four books, and this book, R.L. Stein had had maybe one other horror book come out before this. It was called Blind Date. But this, is she
2: literally this blind book, in the book?
1: I uh, haven't read it. Okay, I don't think I read that. One. Guessing Did a slasher really got,
3: got her eyes. eyes? Very insensitive. Maybe in like 1992.
0: Yeah, it was like a long time ago. If I read it. It's in the so. background. Adapted of my memory. into a
2: Bruce Wells film.
0: <laughs> yeah. What about Beach Party?
1: I don't remember Beach Party. Do you remember the boyfriend or the girlfriend?
0: I know of them, but can't remember. So them. you were
1: a beach party girl and
0: I was the boyfriend girl.
2: How many beach parties were there?
0: Oh there were probably like three beach parties. Okay. And they almost all died at all of them. How oh many people God. got
2: pushed into fires?
0: No one. It was all (gasps) drownings.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's going to happen. Get out of the
0: water. Come on.
1: (laughs) So this book um, really established Stein as a prominent author in the uh, children's horror genre. And I just want to read through some of his accolades, but maybe we'll go into his past first. He started actually as a humor writer. And when he was a humor writer, he wrote under the name Jovial Bob Stein. And in my notes, I wrote "yikes" next to that. Terrible. And I thought this was ironic because there's really not a lot of humor in his books, which we'll discuss. There is a class clown who is not funny in this book. Um, Bananas. Saw <laughs> <laughs> Chris does say about that. For a while, he was also well. He was also the co-creator and head writer for the Nickelodeon children's program Eureka's Castle. Did anyone know this? I just learned Big this ups today.
3: To, I did not know this, I but I was a watcher. I loved Eureka's
1: Castle, well, and can, I had no idea. You can thank RL for that.
2: Don't know it. Never saw it. Wasn't allowed.
1: You weren't allowed Eureka's Castle. Were you allowed Nickelodeon at all? It
2: had magic nope. on it. I, uh, I could watch. I couldn't watch Rugrats. I think I've talked about that before, because Grandpa says, pull my finger. Really? And, and the my, pull my finger? That's my dad tank. walked in when he said, pull my finger, and was like, nope, no more uh, Tommy Pickles for you. I uh, missed out. But. I think I can watch Nick Jr.
1: Well, this was Nick Jr.
2: Oh, then I just, Eureka's
1: Castle was Nick Jr. It was part of the Nick Jr. block.
2: Maybe I was just watching Disney Channel at the time. Maybe we we're Disney. Um,
1: guys. But he was also a writer on that. Um, as of 2008, he has sold 400 million books worldwide. He, in the 90s, for three consecutive years, USA Today listed him as America's number one best-selling author. So suck on that Stephen King.
2: He's oh. has he only been uh, defeated by Rowling? At well, this that point? was
1: my question because as of two thousand three, Guinness Book of World Records listed him as the best-selling children's book series author of all time. He's
2: probably written more books that were bestsellers.
1: That's yeah. what we were thinking because he has Goosebumps, Right Fear Street, the point horror stuff that he did, which is what we're reading. The Babysitter is part His of that. Stuff is-
2: Jovial Bob Stein. His
1: stuff is Jovial Bob Stein. Kids love
3: it. Kids love it.
1: There also were several Goosebumps spinoffs. Like there was... Was it Create Your Own Goosebumps? Was that the Choose Your... Give Yourself
3: Goosebumps. Give
1: Yourself Goosebumps.
3: Which were great.
1: They were like the Choose Your Own Adventure of
3: Goosebumps. Okay. I thought it was
2: like, here, here's a blank book. Just do it yourself, guys. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But Fear Street itself also had several spinoffs. Like there were like histories of Fear Street and there were super special killer editions. And you have to realize like... How I bought Stein books, and maybe this applies to Crystal too, but maybe not because you were raised in Springfield, which is a little bit bigger and you had an actual real bookstore. (laughs) I lived in Marshfield. You got your books from Walmart. And so they had like the the area where you get like your stationery and your cards and then there was the rack of books. And I would beg my mom every time for an R.L. Stein book because they were always there. And so I just imagine like thousands of kids, millions of kids across, like, the United States just at Walmart being like, Mom, will you please give me this Fear Street book?
0: And that's how he made his millions. I don't know. And,
2: like, book fairs and things like that. Book fair,
0: Scholastic book. Yeah. uh, yeah. I got a lot of mine at the Scholastic book fair at our school. So we would get this paper um, that would come home with us. Oh, the book order. Yes, to fill out what we were allowed to buy when the fair came and so I was of just course, there for the toys. Yeah. Of course, I was like, you know, told my great grandfather, like, oh, these are the ones I want. And they were all the horror books and mainly R.L. Stein because he doesn't want to scare themselves. And the silly? covers. He
3: doesn't want to give themselves goosebumps. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: I
2: told this to Jessica the other day. But the thing I remember, I, I would order a ton of stuff from those things. But the, the thing I remember getting was a Colin Powell biography <laughs> for kids <laughs> because I was always getting just, like, really horrible, like, nonfiction books for children about, like, George George Bush or Colin Powell. Or, I, I had a Dick Cheney George book. George Bush? Yeah. Ooh, I mean, I was vi- I, uh, this To date myself, I uh, was very into the uh, Gulf War. <laughs> Big... F- Wow. Huge fan, had the cards. Huge war stand. I, I love it. I wish I still had the little uh, uh, the desert camo hat, which me and all of my friends had in Marshfield, Wisconsin. Loved it. Loved wow. that war. Cool war.
0: The Gulf War ruined my ninth birthday. Oh, oh. No. Wow. tell us more. It was my birthday and we were celebrating. We were in Baghdad <laughs> and it was time to open presents. Um and then Bush senior came on TV to talk about, you know, how he was declaring war and so I didn't get to open my presents because they were watching the Ugh. the TV. You That's- should
2: have just opened them as they're like good, they're distracted present time. <laughs>
0: Now they can see how disappointed I am by these socks
1: from Sock City. I didn't want
2: these. Oh, no, it's all uh, desert camo stuff.
0: to support the Iraq It's all yellow, rig-
2: all yellow ribbons. All
0: yellow ribbons. <laughs> Bananas. <laughs> well,
1: now that we know some history on Stein and how he ruined Crystal's ninth birthday. Did,
3: uh, did he, though? In a roundabout way. I guess okay. he didn't.
1: I guess Bush did. I don't know why
2: he said Stein uh,
3: Let's blame Saddam, I think, not Bush. <laughs> well, I think we established that R.L. Stein indirectly caused the Gulf War conflict. He did. He did.
1: <laughs> if you guys dig into your history, you will realize this. I don't know why I said that. Um, I'm going to blame three glasses of rosé. So okay. you're welcome.
0: <laughs> Clink. Okay.
1: Okay. Before we get into a quick Cliff Notes version of the book, which are never quick, which is part of the joke. Um, Josh. Do you have a theme beer for tonight?
2: I do. <laughs> and we are doing three Arl Stein books mm-hmm. this month, and I've read them all, and they all ran together in my head. And when I was, I hadn't reviewed my notes yet, and when we were, uh, or when I was in the Brown or no, in the Price Cutter this time, that I'd mix it up. I knew, I had the Babysitter in my head, but I didn't think there'd be a Babysitter's brew. I don't think Babysitter's... Uh, have their own brewing yeah. craft brew. It's niche. also
1: probably frowned upon as they are watching children.
3: And there's like, six
2: I mean, teams. that makes it really funny. If you see a craft at Blake add it to your craft brew uh, future endeavor, a babysitter passed out and there's children just like doing bad things. Like one sticking like a, a fork into a light socket,
1: one's drawing on the babysitter the Sharpie. Yeah, uh,
2: well, yeah, they're drawing the walls. Yeah. One is just like trying to strike matches. And it's called Babysitter's Brew. Okay. Holding it. It's pouring out it on the floor. It's a
3: pale ale. It's called Neglectful <laughs> Babysitter. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, Merchandise it next to Step Dude. So, Sounds good. For maximum effect.
2: So this minorly works for this book, but I was thinking for a different book that involves Halloween costumes. This is called
3: The Perfect Disguise. What is that? What is on it? Okay. What
2: is that horrible picture? So it on the label? is a
0: it's some hops. It's hops. <laughs> it, oh, it you got it's a disguise. double IPA. But
2: I know, I know. I'm, I'm ordering these things for the name and sometimes the picture, which I like the picture. Uh, it's and it's inside a wind up like Oktoberfest drunken German. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is incredible. But
2: it is from what's the one with the fish? I don't know the,
3: dog uh, head uh, dog dogfish. Dogfish.
1: Dogfish Head, yeah. Okay, Dogfish Head. I never can get
3: it. So why call a beer the perfect disguise? Is it like a swill beer inside of an expensive beer bottle? Uh, Let's find out. (laughs) And he's tasting it, folks. He's actually doing it.
2: I think because normally it's one IPA, but this time...
3: It's an IPA wrapped inside an IPA. <laughs> yeah, so double and the They've doubled nasty. it up. They've doubled it up. Right. I really don't like it. But I don't like IPAs, so it's not on them. I don't like them. IPAs. So yeah. double
1: IPAs, like, double And I, I think it's probably
2: double the alcohol.
1: That's not yeah. bad. Yeah, wow. it's 8%.
2: Okay. So okay. that's the disguise, is we're going to ruin your night.
0: <laughs> Bananas. <laughs>
3: I still don't get this joke. So, this <laughs> well, better Well, you'll get to when we talk this, about the class clown, Chuck. <laughs> this better pay off all these <laughs> banana references. I want well, it to pay off I'll like a slot talking. machine. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just no, want, you have to talk. I want the payoff. You're
1: here. Okay. I guess I'll just
3: run it down. Do
1: it down? Yeah. Do it down. That's my new thing. Okay. Well, the babysitter starts with Jenny. She is from a poor single parent household, very imaginative. Young lady. Imagination goes crazy. Um, She takes on a new babysitting gig. Despite a recent rash of attacks on babysitters, she's like, hey, I'll take this gig.
3: Well, it took out all the competition.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Three babysitters dead. You can
2: can, uh, uh, name name your price, because we still have to go out and leave our child at home alone, knowing that someone is out here killing their babysitters. Yeah.
1: And the funny thing is she got the gig... By saving a little boy who wanted to retrieve his toy tank um, from a fountain at the mall, she was at the mall. Typical 90, '80s, '90s teen sees this beautiful child with silky blonde, just banging hair is what Smooth I wrote. Hair. Smooth hair, amazing hair. See a real him Zach drop his. <laughs> Sees him drop a tank into a fountain. He's about to dive in. Apparently, this fountain is deep we, enough. We know
2: how deep those mall fountains are. They get deep. Oh, yeah. This kid is going to die. That kid's going to...
1: He's dead. And th- She how rescues old, him. How old is this
2: kid? He's like...
1: Five or six. Yeah, yeah. 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 So she rescues him and says... Ch- and she's obviously with him long enough that they sit and have a chat. And the parents <laughs> come up to her and they're like frantically looking for him. But we'll get to that later because they blame a neglectful babysitter for something. You know how you but, bond
2: with five-year-olds when you meet them at... Mall fountains. Oh, yeah, you hit it off no. before um, Sunset Junior.
0: So she starts babysitting. For, or do you have something to add? Well, just to go back to his hair for a moment. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, Describe Prince It was, Prince Caspian it was to us. so smooth and wonderfully shaped like a perfect golden bowl. So shiny, <laughs> <laughs> so fine. Uh,
3: Wardsmith, the the, the master of,
1: <laughs> banging hair. Yeah, yeah.
3: This is Earl Stein's idea of the ideal male hair haircut. Yes. is itself fine. just a bowl. Golden bowl,
0: a golden bowl.
3: My dad once told me to
2: go to a barbershop shop and just ask for a regular boy's haircut, <laughs> and that's a quote. A regular boy hair. Boy's this is haircut. such a, hang, this is a Hank
3: Hill thing to do.
1: Did you have Eight. a shiny golden bowl? I had a
2: little comb over, but I don't know what he wanted. I th- I think it was getting long. And okay. he was like, go ask for, go to Fantastic Sam's and say, I need that regular boy haircut. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, he wanted 10 on the top and two on the <laughs> side yeah, yeah. Or whatever I the numbers entice- are. I wanted,
2: wanted him to shave a Batman symbol the back of my head, uh, but nice. they wouldn't.
3: So hurt. did they just kind of look at you uh, when you asked for a normal boys cut. I don't know why he was telling me this. My mom always took me and she said, these boys will have two regular
2: boys haircuts. <laughs> I love that Anyway. So mom. your
1: mom messed up.
2: Uh, No, it
3: was just getting long. Oh, it, okay. it's been a so, while since you've been. Yeah. Okay.
1: Let's go back to this rundown real quick. So Jenny agrees to babysit for the Hagens, even though they live in a rundown house in old village, which apparently looks like something from a horror movie. When she pulls up, the description is insane. There are shutters, literally hanging down there are cobwebs there are broken windows like it looks like a like the amityville horror basically her first night babysitting she meets willers the hagen's neighbor
3: jessica's doing
2: air quotes uh yeah is he the we don't we don't know what his whole deal is we, we don't, don't know, we just know he
1: pounds on the door and scares the crap out of her one of many times that I she will, almost has a heart attack the first night she babysits i will say
2: in my limited experience with rl stein novels uh, men pound on the doors very hard.
1: <laughs> they really do. They basically
2: shake the whole house.
1: Um, meanwhile, her personal life is heating up. There's a new boy named Chuck. He is the legendary, already the legendary class clown of their high school.
2: Hilarious guy.
1: So they kind of start dating. And she's continuing to babysit for the Hagens. But on her second visit, she starts getting creepy phone calls. Um, the first call that night was just heavy breathing. <sighs>
3: Uh, uh. I guess that's me. Is that to, what you yeah. imagine they sound like? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. I, no. Uh, uh. <sighs> okay, you don't need to actually
2: reenact okay, it. Okay, well, I, I don't know what. Uh, I don't like this. But I, I like it. And I'm looking at you blank right now. Yeah, as he's, he's,
3: he's, he's boring holes into my eyes as he's doing this heavy breathing. <laughs> uh. Can I just ask, where the calls coming from inside the house? Don't well, worry about she, it. Don't worry about we'll it. We'll get
1: into that. But she thinks maybe they are. But
2: this is pre caller ID, yeah. so she she can't All know. Right. Um, All right. So Multiple when she goes numbers? home
1: and she's eating breakfast with her mom, her mom tells her that she gave the Hagens phone number to Chuck. And what is wrong with her? I don't know. Jenny's like, wait, did Chuck make this phone call? And there was also another threatening phone call that night, right? Where there were there two phone calls? The heavy breathing and the, the hi ha- babes, hi babes, thing. hi babes, yes. yeah. Hi so babes. she was like, is
2: Chuck uh, Yeah, doing it's this? Christian Grey called. Yes. He says later babies. He doesn't say hi, babes.
1: So on another babysitting night, she's there. She gets another phone call. So she calls the cops. And the cops give her a number for a
0: special neighborhood cop. Does she ever use this number? Well, first they tell her that they can't do anything about phone calls. <laughs> and then literally two paragraphs later, they say, well... There's this guy actually you should call After telling her that even though Three babysitters have died that's, that's always, They can't that's, do anything about phone calls
2: Everyone in this book Is so just incom- For whatever's going on around them We have this epidemic of uh, Babysitters being beaten
1: Beaten and, to death
2: and, Murdered and, uh, Hospitalized And you're a babysitter in trouble Look, there's we can't do anything about that <laughs> Like how, how big is this like they're acting like
1: uh uh I- they're acting like that urban legend. And actually, I don't know if this is urban legend or not, but that thing where like someone's missing and you call and they're like, oh, we can't do anything for 48
3: hours. Like, that's what right, it reminds right, right, right. me of. Yeah, It's a loophole in the law. Nothing you can do. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You're a
0: babysitter.
1: Sorry. Loophole. Babysitter Look, loophole.
0: But this- then they have a guy who's in. That's all he's working on. Is the babysitters.
3: Is he a detective?
2: Here's here's Which here's the, why it's perfect for you to be like, we can't do anything for the first 48 hours. Because we also know that the first 48 are the crucial ones. And so once they get out of that zone, they're like, hey, you got to catch them in the first 48. And uh, we didn't. They're probably so dead now. So they have been murdered. Yeah. And we didn't catch them. And uh, g- good job.
3: You're, good <laughs> job, detective. You're, you're really know? hitting on something there. I, I see what you're saying. yeah I see what you're getting at. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. good, folks. No
1: good. No good at all. So um, as she's babysitting, she continues to get phone calls. And that night, there's a pounding. Is there a pounding on the door? Or does she just happen to open the curtain and see a great, crazy, withered face there? Like a nightmare face. You
2: I remember? believe there's
0: a pounding on the door. Okay.
2: There's typically a uh, a pounding and then an abrupt chapter end. Yes. And, and then, then we're supposed to go to bed yeah. and then our mom will read us the next one that we're <laughs> supposed to worry about it all day.
1: Well, actually what happens is Jessica stays up till three in the morning because or, of all of these.
0: <laughs> or we never learn how to do fractions because we're reading the book
2: inside oh, in of class. our desk yeah.
0: in like fourth grade. Yes. Yeah, bad girls, bad
2: girls. Yeah. I see what Guys, you two are doing.
0: still bad with fractions.
1: <laughs> Can't <laughs> do, do them. It's true. <laughs> what's,
2: what's one half plus seven eighths? No. I don't know. No one needs that. Is that like (laughs) three-fourths? Well, you... One half
1: plus seven eighths. Seven eighths, so that would be...
2: You've got to do it to 16. To the 16th? uh, Well, you would have to go up. Well, yeah, okay, okay.
1: No, I'm not going to do this. I'd have to have like a piece of paper in several minutes to figure this out, and I'm not joking. There's no
3: way to know. Hold on, I'm going to do it. No, I'm going to do it. Like, my I I where's my phone? What did I say? Where's my phone? I need a calculator. We'll one do half. my phone, I guess. I'm going to get it before Josh One half plus seven eighths. I'm going to beat the human computer. Here I go. I don't know how to find your calculator. Help. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what like did I say? One, my... one. Okay. No, Utilities.
1: One, no, two, it's not there.
3: Where's it
2: under? Eight.
1: Go to the first page.
2: That doesn't make sense. One, top one. Get organized. <laughs> yes. One half.
3: Point five. Plus plus seven over eight. Sixteen. Oh, shit. What's, what's seven eighths?
2: This is exactly my fourteen, sixteen, fourteen, fourteen, 14, no, sixteen. No, but it's twenty-two out of sixteen, right?
1: I was reading the babysitter too. I don't know
2: because you
3: have to double exactly. them both. Like I don't know. I don't know 20, how to turn that into. I wait. I wrote point.
2: twenty-two out of sixteen.
3: That's not right at all.
1: <laughs> These are both. You guys that's are nothing. really bad at math.
3: <laughs> yeah. No. This is not good. Okay. okay here's, here's the must answer. Have been reading Stone. One point eight seven five. Wait. We <clears> added. Them. Mic drop. We're not doing this, right? Oh. No. Plus, you, said to add. Add. you said add. You said
2: one half plus seven eight. Oh. Well, I got it first. Twenty-two sixteen.
3: Well, I got 1.875, so who's right? They're both right. We'll They're- never know.
2: Okay, anyway,
3: uh, this is our new math corner that we do. Yeah. Fraction fraction time. Whatever. So that's a new segment.
1: Anyway, there's a pounding. She goes to the door. No one's there, but she opens the... the she moves aside the curtain. There's a withered face. A creepy, crazy, nightmare face. Guess what? Mask off. It's Chuck. So Chuck Come starts on. coming to visit her while she's babysitting. And um, while he's there... She hears a loud crash outside, and she's like, "Hey, we should go investigate that." And Chuck's like, "You go do it." So Jenny goes and investigates by herself while Chuck. Look, stays All Chuck the is house. saying is, "I,
2: I be- one. This is your job. I, I believe that you're a strong, independent woman, mm-hmm. and you're capable. And I'm not going to hold you back."
1: Do you not think he should have gone with her? Maybe backup. Backup's I mean, always go to hear a loud crash.
2: Not if you're a giant coward. <laughs> is he? Is he like the
3: Shaggy character in this? Like, oh, I don't know, Scoob. Uh, he's worse than Shaggy. <laughs>
1: Maybe we can talk about that. Bananas. Um, So she goes out there and guess who it is? Willers, the neighbor. So now there are two suspects. Chuck, the legendary class clown. Or Willers, the weird
0: neighbor. At this time, I also kind of feel like the child with a golden bowl for hair is maybe yeah. a suspect? I didn't trust. He's him. He's awfully creepy.
2: Because he, he's kind he of chilling at the corners, right? Bad. Yeah,
0: and mm-hmm. nothing he says is like anything a six-year-old would say. He's very well, like they say, they're
1: He's very mature.
2: That's why I knew he was never going to drown in that. Uh, when he dropped his little toy tr- trank t- trank, when he dropped his toy trank,
3: <laughs> start from the top. When Bozo. he dropped. <laughs>
2: When he dropped his toy,
3: Trank. Jesus. <laughs> I can't do this. Oh, my God. Okay, we need a different word here. Uh, tank, when he tank, dropped tank. it I'll say it for you. Just say, when humfy, his little hummer, artillery humfy. machine
2: <laughs> fell in there, yeah, uh, that was just to attract a cute girl over. Oh. He was just like, yeah. help me, help me, I'm drowning by in the this way, This five this, inches of water. This was. <laughs> this lady a,
1: is hot. Let
2: She's me see this. She's a
1: cute girl. This is the and main she girl? she thinks of herself as plain, and her friend goes... But you look like Demi Moore.
3: She does on the book cover. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why do you think you're playing if you're this hot?
3: And the we boy also in now the fountain. Know,
0: wait, we At- now know that Arlstein had a big crush
1: on Demi Moore. Oh, totally. But Demi Moore was a to- is a total babe. I'm not going to say was. I mean, is.
3: She just released that book. We got that hot gossip.
1: I knew that someone was going to bring up the book when I talked about Demi Moore. Well, of how course. How could you
3: not? It's in, the, it's, it's in all the news.
1: Yeah. So
3: we won't say what uh, we won't say what I want to tell you what Ashton tweeted last night, but I hate that guy.
1: Um, Okay, so anyway, Chuck shows up. He does not go outside to help Jenny whenever she's investigating the loud (laughs) crash. She discovers it's Willers. There's awkward moments between them. Um, She goes back inside and she's talking to Chuck because she has this fear that he was the one who made the heavy breathing phone call. Chuck confesses. That he did call her, but only one time. He was the Mm -hmm. one that
2: said, hi, babes. Nope. He was the one that went.
0: (sighs) Because he was so nervous and sweaty. Yeah. Wait, he
2: didn't say hi, babes? There were
0: two phone calls that night.
2: He didn't say hi, babes? No. Because he always says hi, babes to her. That's one of his things is calling her babes. I don't remember that. He calls her babes all the time. (laughs) Okay, you find it because I don't remember this the book.
3: Sounds like something the class clown would do. Yes, and I hated it. It was one of the things I hated about him.
1: He
0: doesn't do the high babes, though, right? No, he does the breathing. Because he does the breathing because he, he, was, he confesses. He was, that he was, he was just frozen in fear and anxiety and couldn't say a word would not come out.
3: So yeah. nervous, all he could do was breathe hornily.
0: So um, <laughs> Chuck, the Hagans the
1: arrive home. Chuck almost gets caught. So he runs out and leaves, but he leaves so fast that he leaves behind his creepy mask. Mr. Hagan then drives Jenny home, tells her that they had a, another child at one point.
0: Very odd Um, thing to
1: tell your babysitter. Very very weird thing. And she also did notice a picture of a little girl who kind of looked like Donnie. So when she's at school the next day, she gets hurt playing volleyball, which is a very... I mean, you can hurt yourself. Sure. She uh, is in the locker room. She goes through her backpack and finds a threatening note in her backpack, which immediately makes her think Chuck again. Because who has access to her backpack? It's Chuck. When she goes back to her babysitting gig, she gets off the bus and... Willers is following her She gets to the house She tells Mr. Hagen and Mr. Hagen tells Jenny we have no neighbor That house has been empty for six Months
3: what (laughs) I thought you were going to say like 60 years No not 60 six months
1: So that night Mr. Hagen physically checks In Um, he has a hunch That something is wrong he checks Donnie is missing but guess What Donnie was really under the bed which that's not really missing. It's not really missing. And that kid should have come out at some point. I mean,
0: it's two feet under where you <laughs> the think the kid he was sleeping.
1: That's the first place you should check, right? <laughs> yes. It's under the bed or in the closet. That's probably the first two places you should check. So he overreacts. He ends up taking Ginny home. But apparently, Ginny is still allowed to babysit because the next time she babysits, Chuck, Laura, and Laura's paramour of the moment, Eugene, show up and there's a big makeout party. That's what I'm calling it. That's yeah. what it is. They go in separate rooms with their significant others and they
2: make out. The other two, right when they walk in, run into the room together. And she's like, well, good to see you guys. Because they all surprised her. and They did
1: all surprise yeah, her. Yeah, she didn't
2: know they were coming. Yeah. and
1: She might have known Chuck was coming, but didn't realize that Laura and Eugene, and
2: they're like, this hey, was the make out spot. Where's the den?
0: And then they're <laughs> just gone. <laughs> you got <laughs> to have a place when
2: you're a kid. Yeah, you got to give those hickeys.
0: X-O-X-O.
1: So they lose track of time as they're making out, and Mr. Hagen catches them. They're also there. So everyone leaves, and the Hagens stay to discuss the incident with Ginny. They're like, hey, Ginny, we're going to take you home. So Ginny goes to retrieve her coat, but for some reason, her coat is shoved on the top shelf of the closet in the Hagen's master bedroom. Am I correct?
0: Yes, it's very odd, and it's one of those things that when you read this book... When you're, you know, 10 or 11 or 13. Or
2: 38.
0: You're just like, (laughs) oh, yeah, this is normal. just read it as if it's normal, and then reading it now, it makes absolutely no sense. No sense. sense.
1: So whenever she goes to grab her coat, because it's on the shelf, and she pulls it down, it pulls down a box full of what turns out to be newspaper clippings that are about (laughs) the babysitter attacks. And also about deaths of children by their babysitters. And she notices that all the babysitters' names are circled.
2: You know when they say that uh, killers actually want to get caught? Yeah, mm. putting putting them in the place where your babysitter is going to put her Her, her co- coat. Yeah.
1: yeah. So what does Ginny do? Ginny gets in the car with Mr. Hagen for him to take her home. And as they're driving, he seems kind of manic, kind of upset. Um, and he locks all the doors. And he's driving her out of town to the quarry
0: the quarry. <laughs> the quarry is always the place you don't want to go
1: <laughs> so she then has the realization that mr hagen is the person who has been not only harassing her but attacking babysitters
3: um are they getting attacked or killed i'm still not clear on this i think in our old books they just get attacked okay because there any
2: deaths i don't think it's, it's kind of like they a pg said, type they said thing. like beaten uh, or they said attacked, beaten
1: and to the point maybe that they in were there, hospitalized. The hospitalized yeah yeah Okay.
2: In all of the books we've read, there's been one, well, I'm not going to say.
1: You can't there count is, them because of the Indians. There
3: is a death. Don't get ahead of yourself.
1: There's a couple deaths because Mr. Hagen croaks in a minute. So um, <laughs> Whoa,
3: spoilers for me. Hey, Good riddance.
1: Sorry. <laughs> um, so he actually begins attacking Ginny in the car. He hits her so hard that I believe she smashes her head against the dashboard. Mm-hmm. So um, they get out of the car. He drags her out, and he's just slapping her. He's confessing to her everything that's going on, and uh, he is going to push her into the quarry, but who shows up?
2: Willers! Is it old Mr. Willers it's from a, next door? It's old Mr. Willers from next door! The fake neighbor? Yeah,
1: the fake neighbor, and he has a gun, and Ginny's like, what the hell is going on? I'm so- going to get
2: double murdered by two different <laughs> men who want to kill me!
1: <laughs> so, um, Mr. Hagen goes to push Ginny, and then the chapter ends, because that's how R.L. Stein does it. Uh-huh. But whenever we come to the next chapter... She dodges out of the way, and Mr. Hagen just falls right into that quarry, just
4: Wait, all you, the way down, the way the way way, just Over. plunges.
1: Just, it is described as, like, eggs cracking, like Ugh. eggs smashing against something. Ooh, um, it makes me cringe. <laughs> so Willers tells Ginny that he had been assigned to the babysitter's attacking case, and they had suspected Hagen after his daughter died from a neglectful babysitter.
3: So it's a revenge thing. It's a revenge
1: thing because his daughter died from a neglectful babysitter. What I wrote
2: down is it's a Friday the 13th scenario. It
1: is because he died from neglectful camp counselors. Mm. And
2: the mother was like. Because if you remember the first Friday the 13th, it's not Jason that's killing. It's the mother. It's Mrs. Voorhees, yeah. Yeah.
1: So it ends with Mr. Uh, well, sorry, not with Mr. With Willers. It ends with the worst
2: line in the world. Well, Willers
1: on. takes them home. I'll let you read the line if you want to. Yeah. Willers takes Jenny home and he's explaining basically everything that happened with the case. She gets inside. They're all just chilling out with a cup of tea, which isn't very R.L. Stein thing. Like after you've been almost murdered. Yeah. We're just going to chill out in the kitchen and have a cup of tea and just talk with about it. Mom, Just with your mom. Who has no idea yeah. of
0: what's been going on. Exactly.
1: Your mom and your boyfriend, because Chuck was there whenever she showed up. Yeah. And they're inside. There's having tea. And Ginny's mom says, hey, the neighbors down the street need a babysitter.
2: Chuck voice coming here. She already has a steady babysitting job on Friday nights. Mrs. Jeffers. She's babysitting me! Da-da, da-da. And that's the end of the book. And wow. uh, I wrote I wrote here I hate Chuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> I I I hate Chuck. It's, I never liked him. And he was terrible the whole time. Kind of sounds like a joke,
3: but it isn't uh, really a joke.
1: It I mean it uh, I don't hate Chuck. I hate
0: Arl Stein for writing him that way. You, <laughs> but you, also I don't think Jenny actually liked Chuck because the first scene that they really she never liked yeah they really interact with each other is when they're what at the mall and her friend uh, leaves her in that wait booth was the pizza we... no, thing was first one time before then okay at the pizza thing pizza oven yes yeah. <laughs> and he acts like a goober the entire time he's just absolutely terrible and then the next day she's like oh I just had such an easy time speaking with him. Because
2: her friend like ditches her, right? Yeah, and he's, she leaves like,
0: so they can be alone and talk. And he
2: just starts like, he, like, housing her pizza. But do you guys
1: remember how he shows up at the pizza oven?
2: Uh, he, with watching her through binoculars nope. and just like he following is around?
1: hiding under their freaking table. Remember, because he pops up. <laughs> he's these
3: a funny guy. I, I'm having, not
2: saying he's not funny.
1: These girls had a whole conversation. <laughs>
3: Look, he's just a guy that we play pizza pranks with. <laughs> <laughs> that is bad. <laughs>
1: So he is literally under the look, table he's, while these two teenage he's girls are taking up skirt videos. Having,
3: but like he's just a friend. He does make her. a joke.
1: He does make a joke. He's like, "Hehe, just looking up your skirts the whole time." Yeah.
3: Funny shit.
1: But he he's underneath their freaking table the whole time. For like 10 or 15 <gasps> minutes you know, at least mentioned. while these girls are talking. And like, how big is this table? How did they I mean, not This know? is a teenage boy. I mean, are you like kicking the table? Do, don't you think I'm always adjusting myself. Like, I'm never, I'm, I'm like,
2: comfortable. I'm picturing one of those huge booths, though, and he's kind of, like, laying down, and they all have their feet out, but he uh, is kind of laying kind of like a snake around <laughs> there, but one by one looking up their skirts, because he's not joking. But he's doing that waiting for his perfect opportunity to jump out to and be jump like out. I'm funny. I wasn't just eavesdropping and being a pervert.
1: Do you wanna talk about some of Chuck's uh, pranks? Because I made a short
0: list of the of Chuck pranks.
2: Chuck a history. Can I make
0: sorry, I found what I was oh, looking for okay. earlier. Just one comment after, you know, the incredibly unfun time she had with him at the pizza joint. Then right after it's all over, she says She'd really enjoyed talking with him, and she was beginning to feel really attracted to him.
3: What the hell? I
2: mean, she looks at that, that hair and is like, it's like a golden bowl or whatever. <laughs> I forget what. That's Donnie.
0: That's a little kid. No. That's a child. What is
2: the description of Chuck? I'm He picking... looks
1: like Huck Finn or something. Doesn't she say that? Like Tom Sawyer with
2: Freckles. I'm picturing a bit, kind, Chucky from Rugrats. Kind of hot, but kind yeah. of goofy. from the brief moments I saw of Chucky from Rugrats before. <laughs> I think
0: was... I'm picturing like Chucky.
2: Chucky the dog? Yeah. You know,
0: Chucky Chuck's
2: I'm picturing... are getting a bad a bad rep. I'm just picturing like a dude I went to
1: high school with, like mm. just some bro. I don't think he's a bro though. I think he's I meant bros in the nineties. No, but That's I That's a I... totally different creature than bros now. No, but I Ooh, I mean he's
0: hair.
2: I don't think he's cool. You know
1: bros I mean? aren't cool.
2: No, in high school they're cool. They think they are. But
1: there is always a class clown who hangs out with the bros, who's kind of cool.
2: The, they, he's they like, keep him he's around like, for
1: entertainment. He's
2: like, hey guys, you can uh, smash a, a beer can on my nuts, and <laughs> one of those guys. But and, yeah, I mean,
1: there's always just, a guy that hangs out with the cool people. That's kind I'm it's no, Goofy. No, that's
3: not. That's not Chuck. Chuck is the. Like, guy, did you read this book? Chuck is the guy who believes himself to be the class clown, but isn't actually funny enough to. Be a successful This class is clown. more
2: what I got. But from can chop. we
4: talk about
1: he's the? He's
2: not pork chop. For yes. my pork chop was our class clown. Was not funny. Was not. He's funny. no pork.
1: If chop, his name is no. pork chop, he's not. He was funny not funny.
3: I'm
2: just gonna listen. Um, look, can he, can look. He, I did, have something to get out. Wait, did pork he, chop was not funny. He got funniest in the class. There were I can name a dozen funnier people than him. He never he, made me laugh. He never made me laugh. Did <laughs>
4: he dub
1: himself pork chop?
2: I don't know where the name came from. Look, I didn't go to school with these people from when they were kindergartners. Okay. I'm guessing he like so, ate a pork chop in one Chuck bite was, at some point.
3: Chuck was so bad, he made pork chop look like corn pop. <laughs> that does not play. <laughs> <laughs> it played in my head. I don't know
1: what the hell you're trying to corn say.
3: Corn pop was the baddest boy. He was a bad dude. He was okay? a bad dude. You don't, want to, you don't want to get tangled up with, with Corn Pop. That's all you need to know.
2: By the way, Corn Pop was real. Was oh, I, oh, God.
1: Did they interview corn? Corn, pop. corn Pop? No,
2: Corn Pop died, but they interviewed other people, and Corn Pop has no obituary. Crystal, do you
1: know who Corn Pop is? No. It's a Joe Biden this thing, and great. you should look it's it It's a up. Grandpa
3: Joe story. It just,
1: it just came oh, to me what you guys corn were talking pop
3: about. was a bad dude. Oh. He was one of these bad it was dudes. was the Joe
1: Biden, I... I worked at a summer pool that was integrated. No, it was yeah. in an all-black
2: neighborhood. And he was the only white guy there. Oh. And Corn Pop brought out a six-foot chain and was also going to cut Joe with a... But with
4: what a,
1: was
2: the reason?
3: He was a gang because member. Because he
2: said he... He said, hey, he, Miss Johnson or something. He called him like a girl.
3: It was name. a reference to, I shit you not, like a 1914 swimmer who's Oh, no, famous. it was
1: um, Esther Williams.
3: Oh, that's what he said. He, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, hey, Esther Williams. This is blah, how blah, blah.
3: old Joe Biden is. She <laughs> was in the Olympics. She was in the Olympics in, like before World War One. Hey, hey, Jesse Joe Owens, Williams, slow right. down. This,
1: no, is, this how is, how old, is older than I know. This is how old Joe Biden is, and I want to tell you how I know who mm-hmm. Esther Williams is. Anyone familiar with Judy Bloom? Have you read um, starring Margaret J. Uh, I can't think of the name as herself.
3: If it's not fudge, I didn't read it.
1: It was freaking good.
3: (laughs) Uh, But it's it's about a girl who
1: is post-World War II. And she is obsessed with Esther Williams. Okay. And she goes to see all her movies because it's like the bathing beauty kind of thing with, like, this, the little cute bathing cap and all the lipstick and, like, the bathing, dancing in the swimming pool. Like, the, like that, that choreographed dancing in a swimming pool. And Esther Williams was known as, like, a bathing beauty. And anyway, that's how I know who Esther Williams is.
3: Okay.
1: And... It's from a Judy Bloom book that was set in like 1947.
2: So this and means, that's
1: how Joe Biden knows well, who she is, because well. he's like 900 <laughs> years he, old. No,
2: don't 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 disparage him. He's 9,000 years old. Sorry. Uh give him his no, due he respect. No, he knows no.
3: Esther Williams because he worked at the hospital when she was born. He
2: was the lifeguard at her pool, and he taught her to swim. No, and he was yelling at corn pop for not having a swimming cap on. What really? Yes. Is it a swimming cap? Right? Because you had to have I it in. I don't remember. I that. think that's right. Maybe you gave me that up. I, uh, that sounds. I don't. But I what don't else are we right. yelling at him for?
3: I thought for that's... for having,
1: um, having a. around a. Ch- swinging pool. around a chain. At
3: the <laughs> having pool. a six foot chain. You cannot have that at this pool. Maybe his haircut was out of regulation.
1: Okay, guys, I want to say that I've had too much Rose. It was called Starring Sally J. Friedman as herself. I okay. put the. um. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. And oh, you threw Margaret. I, gotcha. I threw them all together. It's, it's called Starring Sally Diffie Miners. So it's be actually a really good book, and I love it. Calling so. uh,
2: Starring... Can we change the name of the podcast? Just Starring Jessica J. Pod <laughs> as themselves? I'm just, I'm just the J. Okay.
1: okay. Sounds good to me.
2: Okay. I'm, I'm the Pod. <laughs> you're your <you're> ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Can we go over Tux Goofs before we go to, on another Biden rant? Um,
3: I got about five more minutes on Sleepy Joe.
1: <laughs> no more. No more. So he, um, when, to see it. when the girls are first talking at him. when Ginny and her friend, is it Lauren? Laura?
2: I didn't write down her name because she comp- doesn't really matter. To I think this. it's
1: Laura. Um, when they're first talking on the bus going out about Chuck, uh, you find out that there was a goof he did in the cafeteria where he put sliced hard-boiled eggs on his eyes.
0: Funny boy. <sighs>
2: It is, but it is, How is it's that Laura, funny? It's Laura and Eugene because I wrote down she brings them to make it. So Laura, you know, okay, you, you it's like
0: them. man, Ginny's like he's excellent.
3: <laughs> is that a real line?
0: I don't know if
1: it is, but it's it taking sounds off like it my could cans,
3: be. leaving the room. I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> the old eggs on the eyes bit.
0: <laughs> he's <laughs> so attracted to him in biology class. Did he
3: have a little bacon smile over his? Now smile? that would be just the icing on the cake.
1: In biology class, he dissected a rubber chicken.
3: Okay, I, <laughs> see. I mean that uh, that almost works as a kinda, joke, kinda,
1: I guess. Um, and then for there was a point where a substitute teacher. Uh, was teaching their class, and he pretended to be deaf and did exaggerated, like, okay. hand motions. Okay, versions.
2: so I don't know if, this we, is a, if we actually this cancel uh,
3: uh, we do seventh can. grade well, okay. middle schoolers. We cancel And In
1: 1989, cancel culture wasn't a thing. No, but
3: now but we have time retro, machines. We have retroactive cancel And I am time so, uh, copying uh, well, myself to go cancel
0: back. for being creepy. You missed one of his goofs. Which goof? Was it the goof? The bananas. Wow, well, the I, was banana I was waiting for you. I was going to turn
4: to
1: you. Well,
0: so we don't know what the goof is. We but don't. Basically, after, you know, him and Jimmy, him and Ginny start whatever this uh, affair is, he's at her house and Ginny's um, mom thought he was really terrific, too. I'm sure she finds him very attractive and funny. And um, <laughs> it says, "Sure, he did some pretty gross things with a bunch of bananas he found on their kitchen table. What? So he wouldn't be Chuck if he didn't clown around some of the time." So what he, was did he make? Like,
3: filleted it? You yeah. remember, uh, <laughs> do you remember? The did movie? he stick
0: it down in, his pants like with the zipper in front of her mother? That? Who are these adults in this book that are so oblivious to it's everything? Like, it's just
2: like the movie Eighth Grade when she's like practicing filleting a banana. Uh, But he's doing two.
0: Does <laughs> no one remember what I'm talking about?
2: Okay. I do.
1: No, I've, I've seen 8th grade. Like, I know. Uh,
2: I thought she didn't like bananas. And she's like, well, they do now. And then has to eat the banana. Classic. Yeah. Good movie. I just underrated. imagine Chuck
1: slipping it through his pants yeah. with the zipper undone. You know, I, I don't
2: think Because boy
1: pranks with bananas are different than
2: Honestly, girls with bananas. He probably just smashed them both on it. In Stein's head, he probably just
3: smashed two but bananas they... on his face and smeared <laughs> them around. They maybe... said it was something gross. was like, gross. this is my face mask.
0: It was pretty gross. Right. If it was
3: too dirty for Arl Stein to write it, in his head, it was probably like... That was ass or something
0: like that. Like, <laughs> oh. Like, a lot it was of gross. weird stuff I mean, but the... in R.L. head, I believe.
3: A oh, I believe it.
0: I mean, we'll get into I mean, that. monster but... blood.
3: <laughs> monster blood. That was my, sorry, I'm a monster blood kid. I don't know any of this stuff.
1: I, okay, I want to talk about why I started reading The Babysitter because I was probably way too young. Although when you I was- You were still
3: being babysat.
1: Probably. But I will say that when I was probably old enough to appreciate Babysitter, I was like, Pfft, R.L. Stein. Pff, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you get to that point where you're like, I've read like 500 Fear Street books. And yeah. Now I need to be on I'm reading my like, life. Yeah, now I'm reading like Stephen King, even though like I'm in sixth grade. Can't, like,
3: can't scare me, me.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. So, I, the reason I started reading Errol Stein was because of this book and because my older sister... I remember her carrying this around with her. And I almost think, I don't know that my sister read that much. I almost think that it was a sign of prestige to be a sixth or seventh grade girl Mm. carrying this book in 1989. You gotta be
2: a Steinhead if you want to be cool. In
1: 1989, I was like seven. I no. But you're like, I
2: can't be, I can't be scared. That's what I, I, I read these.
1: We just want to look how iconic that cover is. Like, I want to talk about like this when
2: I think You keep of, saying this is iconic. It is. To I, me, I think it's it an is. okay cover. Name it a is more to iconic me. babysitter.
3: Name it. <laughs> I'll wait.
1: Name it. Is it Claudia? No, it's Ginny Jeffers.
0: Like, there's an entire series called The Babysitters Club, but still, this
2: this is the is baby the sitter. classic I, babysitter. See, I have not read any.
0: You will.
1: Look, look. I have it planned out, Josh. We're getting there. Oh no, we're getting to a Babysitters Club book for you, but. This book with this this pretty girl in her sweater, like, chilled while she's sitting by a window with a phone next to her.
3: Dimmy more like
1: open, Very Demi-more-like mm-hmm. with open books. Also, that house in the inside looks way nicer than how it's described. Because she also points out that the house on the inside is just as disgusting as the house on the outside. Where it's just in need of major repair. But she... I remember my sister carrying in this book. It intrigued me, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's just the way the girl is staring at you from the cover. I don't know if it's just the the raised, creepy lettering, or if it was just the first time I ever saw a book like that. But something about this intrigued me, and when I think of 90s horror genre teen books, I think of this cover.
3: It looks pretty bland to me. I didn't. I didn't know it back then, though.
0: Crystal, do you have a cover that you... Does this cover mean anything to you at all? Yeah. It's the... I mean, pretty much everything you said is exactly what I feel. Like, when I am doing the, you know, thinking back to when I started loving reading and devouring books, it was R.L. Stein books, Christopher Pike... It was, you know, not learning math because I needed to just consume these books. And even even what you said about like the raised lettering, like everything about this just feels like this is like home to me. This is like what a book is supposed to be. So
2: right down to the <laughs> the uh, yes. kids name being written. Shoals. <laughs> being yes. written across the side of the. The pages yes. that kids do in high school or junior high mm-hmm. when this is my book. I never did that to any of my books. I never no. did either. Uh, it's, but... it's obscene. But pe- but teachers <laughs> do, obscene. Teachers do it to their their classroom books.
0: And I will say even, you know, as a younger girl reading these, it's like you would look up to these girls that were on the books. Like I would see this cover and think there's a 14 year old girl like someday I can be. Like her. Yeah.
1: Like she's this beautiful teenager mm-hmm. who is very strong.
2: She and... she's strong, she can send up to killers. But also, she's gonna date a guy who's probably gonna uh, the first time they sleep together, sneak out of bed and leave rubber chicken next to her. <laughs> <laughs> and when she wakes up in the morning, that's gonna be next to her. Who did I
3: go to bed with? <laughs> that's every girl. No. <laughs> every girl risks that Well oh, look,
2: it's the classic move. <laughs> Whom amongst us has not left a rubber chicken? Do you next remember one later? of their
1: first dates? What they went to? When do. they went to Sock City? Oh, Whoa, well, that was the first date. They ran into each other at Sock City, and
2: he says, "I like socks too." Just gonna follow you around.
1: They go to a claymation film festival.
2: Uh, wait a minute. Wait. He forces like okay. Th- this is after they run into each other in Sock City. Yes, at the mall. They're all at the mall. So he just like, hey, hey, it's me Chuck, and he says. Go to a movie with me. And she does. she's like resisting. And then her, uh, like, her, what's, Laura, Laura mm-hmm. is like, I want to go back here with Eugene. See you guys. And leaves them alone. And she's reluctant and like, fine, I'll go to a movie with you. And then he's like, of course you will. And that's his big in. And he, it's the
1: Claymation Film Festival. Yeah, yeah. It would be like a dude taking me to like a Woody Allen Film <laughs> Festival. I'd be like, fuck
2: you. What was the book but- that we read when he took her to a Marx Brothers uh, Slam book Slam book Yeah 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 These guys All these, these guys, guys have terrible taste
1: I want Can, a girl to take someone To a Sofia Coppola film festival In a future teen book
2: I'm saying that I'm saying we're going to The Coppola <laughs> festival That you want to go to And then it's Roman
1: No <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're starting with CQ It's just gonna be
0: <laughs> Can we comment for a minute though On the fact that There is a running theme Through R.L. Stein books in general About Girls resisting things from guys and then not resisting. That's that's what I'm getting. Even even in this one, like there's a point where Chuck says, You look so cute when you're scared. Yes, I wrote that down. (laughs) Then when they kiss, um, the first kiss it says You look so
2: cute when you don't want to be kissed by me.
0: (laughs) He kissed her, she turned her lips to his, she gave in to the kiss. Then, with a little cry, she pulled away. They you know, always
1: give into the kiss, though, in teen books,
0: right? But- no,
2: but these these are all guy like it's in, wearing in, women down. In the ones I've read, every woman, and I've read three now, seem emotionally abused by these guys. And that, I that, also think that as part, part of, of Arl High Stein
1: Stine, not knowing how to write for women.
2: But all of his protagonists are women He like, only
1: had a son. he no so he he's just speculating what he thinks teen girls
0: are but, but he's but then sometimes I thought wait, this is creepy. it seems like maybe Arl Stein is really enjoying writing these young girls look like Demi Moore you know being preyed upon um
2: Arl Stein's time. I don't want to say it is, are you time are you? I'm not doing it. I'm just saying his time might be. And I'm just putting it out there. Are patterns, you saying his time might be... Leave it at that. Well, leave it at that. Leave it at that. Well, I'll, I'll let a woman finish. This is not for my place to say. I'm just saying that I, I agree, and I've seen an all three... Maybe it's because I read them all in a row in like a couple weeks. But I, I see these patterns, and...
0: And you wonder, like, why is Arl Stein sitting around thinking about young girls being afraid of men and boys?
2: I mean, probably because they are at that age. Well, like, that's true. That's not wrong. I was and, terrified. And those guys probably are obnoxious and aggressive and they probably do like give in to oh this guy
1: that's probably all true.
2: But but also it makes money. But his writing
1: his, from the perspective of the teenage girl is what made RL I guess he was thinking of money. his audience.
3: His his was his audience. Most, I mean I, I was mean, for it. for these I, books for I'm for gonna this say book. they were they okay. were girls.
1: For point yeah. horror books and for Fear Streets probably yes. mostly girls, Goosebumps I think might Everyone. be mostly boys yeah. See, just like goosebumps oh, right? I, I liked goosebumps. goosebumps to a certain point and then i quit reading them because i was too old i also yeah. thought that i was like they, there seem to be a lot of books from boys perspectives in. uh yeah slappy goosebumps
2: books he's
3: he's for us blake he's <laughs> <laughs> who wore the haunted mask actually i think it was a girl but then Say then a boy did later
1: i was a boy right <laughs>
3: Boys liked Goosebumps. Uh,
1: I think Goosebumps is... Uh, but we'll, I'm have not get, we'll
3: have to get these uh, because uh, I, uh, your bandmate on
2: here to do a... a I don't
1: want to genderize Goosebumps because I gen, read them also, but yeah, I also I'm, gave up on them way quicker than I gave right. up on Fear Street because Fear Street had more female protagonists, whereas Goosebumps, I was like... Mm. Are, are the but does even, he
2: Do his teen books exclusively do women or girls?
1: I feel like Fear Street does.
2: Maybe part of it might be that women or girls at th- that age seem more vulnerable and more like the targets of people who would be preying on them i
1: mean women at probably most points of their lives are more vulnerable well i mean you could you could write that's one why about, most like that's you why can write thrillers, the altar
2: boy one two three and four you know like but, uh, but
1: most thrillers revolve yikes. around women because women are pretty easy to prey upon
2: well, everyone's easy to pray. No, I agree. I, but does
1: it seem like he enjoys it y- too much?
2: People can pray upon me and kill me easily. <laughs>
1: does he enjoy it or does he enjoy cashing those checks? Well, he, uh, yeah. he
2: enjoys the money he makes. Because he all of his, money. his books are very formulaic. The exact same question. is: I don't... Because in the way he... Not as much in this one, but in some of the other ones, the ways he writes about bodies is really creepy to be. Well, we'll get into
1: those then. Okay. But at okay. this point, he was
0: not being that creepy yeah. yet. But I do think... Like now reading this, you know, well, as, an, as adult, an adult, yeah, I'm like, man, I feel sorry for Jenny because there's no way she saw, thought those things. But as a woman, don't you think it's weird looking back and remembering how you're reading this and identifying with like, yeah, this is how I'm supposed to think and feel. And now you read it and you just think like, no, no girl ever <laughs> thinks like that. <laughs> it's just... Pretty funny. No,
2: I agree. Chuck was under the table for a long time.
3: <laughs> way too long to be I, socially acceptable. I like to th- they I, could have done a little slapstick with it. Like, no. uh, oh, I love that they have feet rests in this restaurant. <laughs> right. So you, comfortable. If it was a I Mr. Knew. Show
2: sketch, you know what I mean? Like, it would just go on for like way too long where he's down there and he's like, okay, this joke isn't funny anymore, stretching it out and like, and I'm just down here. And then maybe they just leave and just, I don't know, it's bad.
1: Also, I just want to point out. I want to do my thing where writers shouldn't name things again um, because so, you didn't like Sock City. Well, here's the thing: is like
3: Sock City's a classic. He
1: refers to real bands because mm-hmm. I wrote in my notes Ooh, like like, bands. like Ginny loves the Bengals. Uh-huh. Like
0: I
3: made well, a note of that. Who didn't? Nineteen eighty nine. Yeah.
1: Bangles fucking rule.
0: But yeah, I think I put so eighties next to that line where I, she's talking about totally.
1: That. But. Why couldn't he think of real mall stores? Instead, we get Cosmetics Plus, which sounds like a very generic mini mall store. That should not be in a real mall. That's Ulta. I know what it is, Blake. Did they have Ulta then? No, they did not have Ulta then. But he, instead of naming it like, I don't know... I think makeup a long time ago, and that era was probably more bought like a
3: Dillard's. It counter. was all department store. Mm. It was all
1: department store. There weren't like or or big oh, box yeah. stores like Walmart. It wasn't like there was a store specially yeah. designated so for all ahead. your makeup needs. Oh yeah, I guess I guess I guess R.L. Stein was R.L. Stein ahead.
3: invented the <laughs> major then cosmetic chain. Then instead of
1: Claire's, he had Earring World. Oh, and then a whole store dedicated to socks. Called Sock City.
2: I mean, well, the thing we know about socks is not only do girls like socks, mm-hmm. boys like socks too. Socks are universal.
3: Remember, it's like <laughs> lids, but for socks.
1: <laughs> lids.
3: Re- Sorry. Remember in the office when Kelly was listing off um, every jewelry store in the tri-state area, and That's one the best. of them, one of them was called Earrings, Earrings, Earrings. <laughs> That's that just funny. made me think of that. Yeah, that just made me think of <laughs> that.
1: Earrings world, not funny. Earrings, earrings, earrings. Yeah, fun. Funny. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But I don't
2: I think these were all supposed to be generic placeholders for any you know, I just like store.
1: Yeah, yeah. just go to a mall though. Go just, to a mall and maybe, just look around. Maybe he a wanted
2: little. product placement.
3: Maybe there were copyright issues. Yeah. Maybe no, no one in what one the books
2: we'll talk about because it'll come into my theme beer. He name checks something. And he Well, keeps,
1: he actually R. L. Stein does name check a lot of things. Yes.
2: Watch watches. He he talks about... Uh, he talked
3: about Swatches and Goosebumps a lot.
2: He
1: did. You know what else he, he was, talked there about? was a little... Payola. There, there, was was a little uh, there was a little...
2: There was a little... If you pulled a pull up bookmark that uh, was a Swatch... Uh, it, like, folded up like a Swatch. And if you sent it in, you got uh, a Swatch for... I'm making this up. But... <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
4: wait,
2: what was this? It,
3: the point is, he's getting paid. He's getting, he's getting paid. When money I
1: was a... Table. Like, in fourth or fifth grade, I was reading a Goosebumps book... And a girl is talking about her Doc Martens incessantly, incessantly. And I was like, what the F is a Doc Martin? And my mom was (sighs) like, I don't know. My sister's like, it's a
2: shoe. Ask a skinhead.
1: It's a shoe, Jessica. And I immediately wanted Doc Martens more than I'd ever wanted anything in my life. And that has never changed. That has not changed. 30 years later. Fifty Ingrave pair. This neat. I do not have fifty pairs of Doc's. I have.
3: If you counted all of them that you've ever owned, you've had fifty for sure.
1: I've had like twelve in all my life because Doc Martins last forever. Low. That That's seems the low. thing. Yep. they last forever. But, but I will say that my insatiable need for new docks started with a that Goosebumps moment. book when We've... he was talking about Doc Martins. I was like,
2: "Come here, King."
0: Can we say that it? It's. Influenced by Arlstein, but also by Monica responding in that shitty teenage way <laughs> that you were like, Of
3: course, <laughs> of, of
0: course. course, I need this. Yes.
1: Yeah, I had to have them. It's a
3: shoe, Dill Hole. <laughs> <laughs> I My decided. junior high
1: sister, like, What a freaking idiot. Don't you know what guest jeans are?
3: That's her accent. <laughs> Uh, does she, does she listen yeah. to this?
1: That's me. No, she does not. <laughs> but she told me that she downloads them for us to get the numbers. Oh, okay. So thank you, Monica.
3: <laughs> Boost those numbers.
1: Money. <laughs> anyway.
2: uh, Guess jeans were really cool when I was in uh like junior high, I think. And my brother begged for a pair. He was in high school. He's and he a little older. One. Yeah, high school. Yeah. And it was just like one pair, so you had to wear them all the time. But a girl in my class got a pair of shirts that said, guess where I've been? Nebraska. <laughs> and she wore it like it was a guest shirt every day. And awesome. it was and did it
0: like, have the triangle? Yeah, no, it looked oh, exactly yeah. like it, but it
2: also said where I've been, Nebraska. Oh, my and God. I felt embarrassed for her. It's someone wearing, like, Wranglers or whatever. I was like, this is sadder than what I'm doing, because I don't care about fashion. But <laughs> she definitely wants to be popular.
1: I wanted guest jeans so bad, because I worshipped my sister. Oh, yeah. It wasn't necessarily, like, the brand
0: that's what I'm telling but you. But, like,
1: my sister, I thought she was the coolest, and I was like, I have to have guest jeans. Fourth grader. Like, yep. I need these $100 jeans in 1990 that you can't wear in six can't. months. But I will say, that's why my mom never bought them. Yeah. She was like, you, no. But I have recently been watching 90210, and every freaking character has guest jeans on in that show. You see probably that? probably sponsored. You see that little triangle on their butt, and you're like, God.
0: Guest Jeans has sponsored this episode of Are You There, Pod? Thank you. Thank you for reminding
3: us we need to take a little guest break.
1: I want to thank Guest Jeans. I want to thank Dr. Martin. And I want to thank Swatch Watch. Thank you for your sponsorship of our program. uh,
3: I actually think Swatch is exclusive with Stein. (laughs) (laughs) We could not get them.
1: Damn it. Can I make a joke? Yes,
3: we're no, one, no, no. We're a, we're a no joke podcast. Okay, actually, can I <laughs> pass the one something? hour mark? Go ahead and make
2: As
1: your I jokes. As I read all of the RL sign books at once, because we have to share the books. We're we're cost saving. We're we are CO two saving. Truly really a
3: bad system.
1: Anyway, so yeah. I read all these books very quickly, and I realized he kept talking about Swatch watches, and I was like, I want a freaking Swatch watch. Do you know what I did? Oh, I went on God. Poshmark and I got a Swatch watch.
0: What? Has it arrived yet? It is. It's here. I can't wait to see it. He's
3: still doing a number on you in your 30s. He
1: is. But I mainly wanted it because I thought it'd be a funny joke on our podcast. But also, it was like $10 and I had Poshmark credit. So I was like, I'm going to do this thing. Please bring it Okay. Into I'll go, go get it in a second. I'll go get it in a For second.
3: For Halloween, you should go as a RL stine <laughs> ins- inspired I'm just product. I thought about being uh, Guess Slappy jeans.
1: a couple years ago. <laughs> i am just yeah, wearing guest jeans, Doc Martin shoes, and a swatch watch, and that's it. Ooh. No tops.
3: Wow. No top. I like well,
1: it. Me, Victoria's meow. Secret never
0: gave him money. So, right. and then so that's they're why like, all his heroines are just topless. like Demi Moore. Just stacker. Like
3: all his all his heroines stacked as hell.
0: Yeah. Can we talk about how incompetent and awkward, and just stupid. Every single adult is. Yes, that's oh. actually what I, wanna... I mean. And like the mom talking about. Sorry, who's the bad guy, Mr. Higgins? Higgins. Mr. Higgins. 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 At the
2: very beginning.
0: Just the whole thing. How she, oh, he's nervous. Oh, he's anxious. Just the like. Who are these adults? I so don't recognize them as the, as adults.
2: The, the adults in the sign books. is In the vast reading I've done, three and books, three books. Yeah, they okay. are not. They're people that are there because they have to be there
0: they're the teacher in charlie brown
2: yes yes yeah. essentially and they're they're plot people who can come back or be baddies or yeah. whatever but the grown-ups in it but they're yeah they're not making any kind of rational adult decisions like so when it starts out mr Egan's like and i wrote derp uh he's like do you hear about the babysitter attacks before she babysits his child when they're leaving her with him. Like, he does stuff like that. Some
3: babysitters were killed. Anyway. that how we are introduced
1: to the babysitter attacks, by the way? Is it yes. him saying yes. that? Okay,
2: And th- that's why I wrote, what? <laughs> uh, and then later, he just keeps making, uh, let's see, what else does he do? Other than heavy breathing phone, maybe saying hi, babes. Uh, it's him saying hi, babes, by the way.
1: Did yes. you ever prove us wrong?
2: I wrote hi, babes a few more times.
1: Because there were a few phone calls where it but says, I, hi, but babes. But I think at
2: the time, because I always in my nose try to guess who the the killer oh, is. Oh, okay. I think I wrote, I wrote Chuck question mark calls, hi, babes.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So, so that's why you thought that. Okay. I have
2: nailed the other two ones. I, <laughs> okay. I got the killer right pretty quickly in the other ones, but wrong in <laughs> this one. Good job, way. Josh.
1: No, are we talking about the adults still? Yeah. Just well, like, there's I... also like the reaction. Okay, so Mr. Hagen has that reaction where he's super nervous and super concerned about his child. And they had one child that died mm-hmm. previously, whereas Mrs. Hagen is like, oh, yeah, we had a kid that died.
0: Yes. There's a scene where they even talk about her shrugging and rolling her eyes because of how Mr. Hagen is acting so concerned about his kid. Like, this is how shrugging I'm and rolling I'm trying to go to a party
2: eyes. down the street. Can he? Uh... Yeah.
1: And also, they're so concerned that they, they somehow lose their child in a mall.
0: And also, why does she share so much information with the babysitter about her husband? There's so much. Let to me take about you aside and tell you some secrets she about also, Mr. Megan. She's
2: also like, I want to learn trendy words like awesome. I'm a linguistics that's, <laughs> major. That's why I like and college. Baby Twenty years around. ago, I we have a new babysitter every week for some reason. They always just disappear.
1: And they also let their child watch Poltergeist.
2: Uh, he, he starts watching Goosebumps. No, nope.
1: Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Goosebumps.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have Ghostbusters written, sorry. And this is the second book
0: yeah.
2: we've read where I think the only thing they could think of that kids would want to watch because they do in Slam book too mm-hmm. is what do kids like in the Ghostbusters. 80s? Ghostbusters, yeah. yeah it's, Ghostbusters. it's a little bit bad. It's not a baby movie. And then later, yeah. And
1: it's got everyone's favorite hunk in it. Bill Murray. Mick Moranis. Oh, 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 sorry. oh, oh
2: sorry. sorry. I was going to say Aykroyd. <laughs> That's we, my
1: favorite we, hunk. We, we, we all got our,
0: hunk,
2: we all, we we all got our own hunk.
1: Whatever the real hunk was Sigourney Weaver, but <laughs> we, we'll talk about that we later. We were all
2: wrong. We were all oh wrong. My uh, the real hunk is the Stay Puft <laughs> Marshmallow Man.
0: <laughs> there was a scene where Mr. Hagen's um, shirt had come untucked from his trousers.
2: Scandalous. He's so it's nervous. It's so
0: harried. He's so I, nervous. You're right.
2: Now, now you're talking me into the theory that RL Stein is putting disgusting <laughs> things in here that no one's getting.
1: Do you guys want to hear a funny note that I left? I when I realized I had a VCR, I wrote, "This family rich."
3: <laughs> a VCR in
1: 1989. A VCR that we have not. We great. haven't no.
3: verified what it cost. I,
1: I mean, we, I'm not going to look up what it. We cost. had a
3: VCR in '89. You did? We did too, but yeah. I don't. They... I
1: did not. My family was renting them from the video. We store. rented
2: a Nintendo. But we didn't. We rent. rented
1: VCRs and we rented Nintendos. I had a single. Here's what. Here's what Ginny's life was like. Here's because what I'll say. she was from a single middle, parent household. middle
2: class, middle class, okay. could own a VCR. So I guess we
1: were slightly below that because right. we could not afford that. We okay. had one income. It was my mom's, and um, I knew it was a good paycheck when we went to the local video store and we could rent a VCR and like five movies and go home. And we would just watch movies all weekend. Like Was that it like was, a Friday night thing? It was a Friday night, yes. like once a month, maybe. Yes. We would rent a VCR and watch movies. And that was probably... I. Yeah, I remember being like five, six, seven years old and doing that. And so that's crazy. People now are like, what the hell? But yeah,
3: those things were... Let's talk about these Zoomers we- and how they... <laughs> zoomers don't get it.
0: <laughs> we didn't have they- a VCR until I was in seventh grade. No, that... That would have been like in early nineties.
2: Early to mid. Our version of walking twenty feet or twenty miles to school is going to be like <laughs> we could. Yeah, we rent a VCR, VCR and we could watch uh, media we were interested in twice. A, we didn't. We weren't playing your Fortnite. We didn't. We weren't able to watch. I, Ninja. Could, only,
3: I could only play Mario on the weekends. I tells you,
2: <laughs> it's true though. That is true. We would. It was like uh, once a month. Later.
1: Yeah.
3: Not to brag, but we bought a Nintendo. New. It was it was new. Okay, I think it was probably at Sam's.
1: I we the bought the bulk
3: discount store
1: a Nintendo. We bought our <laughs> Nintendo used from a video store.
3: We and like the and one like that also, you had rented fifty times. Yeah,
1: the one that we had probably rented fifty times. <laughs> it was and rent also, to own? It, <laughs> eventually, yeah. Um, and you was, don't bring it back. It they break was your legs.
3: It was
1: probably when did the first Nintendo come out? It was probably like in nineteen ninety. Mm. What that was the we, first
2: one? Like eighty five, maybe eighty four. Okay. 82, 82, 82, 82?
1: Okay. 82. 82 was a good problem. year. Yeah. It was. There were two ladies born that year in this room right now. There were only
3: two yes. ladies born. And, and, and one Italian two. plumber. Am I right, folks?
0: <laughs> two Italian
1: <laughs> plumber.
3: Uh, two, yeah. Don't. He what? had a brother.
1: Don't I know. discount Luigi. I don't, right,
3: that guy's just, just a palette swap of Mario. <laughs> we so. should like
1: put my nieces doing their It's a me, Mario impression <laughs> right here. Drop Actually, that in right there. there.
3: That's the okay, drop. There we go.
1: So, okay. uh, But... um. I don't think we bought our first Nintendo until, like, 1990, and it was used.
0: And, Crystal, when did you get your first VCR? Uh, in seventh grade, so I was 13. So, so 1995? Five? Yeah. It was late, and we didn't get a microwave until I was in eighth grade. Whoa. Yeah. I was raised by my great-grandparents, so we okay. lived, like, it was Old-fashioned yeah, 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 yeah. 1940. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It
2: but was cool. I We got our first... You when I think it was '88, and Richie's for Christmas, and the it was right before '89 when the, okay when anyway, Batman came out, yeah. And uh, yeah, the night Christmas Eve, we open up the presents from our grandparents mm-hmm. or our uh, like our relatives, and one of them sends us Excite Bike for yes. And you guys were
1: like, "Oh yes, we know
2: what's what happening. Yeah, Let, let's go." When you like, open the game, yes, Before the like, console, just give it to us now so I can play Excite Bike.
1: Yeah.
3: I opened Mario sixty four the game before I opened the Nintendo. Were your parents 64? monitoring
1: that? Because my mom was always very no, careful they, they about were, that. No, they were,
2: but they didn't know what our uh, like our relatives sent us. Yeah, they, but I remember like whenever
1: no. I would walk out, like the unwrapped presents this were from fault. Santa, and the wrapped presents were from my mom. Right, so like my unwrapped present was like a Walkman, and I got my first Walkman in like nineteen ninety three. Ginny, by the way, had her Walkman here. But I had it in like 1993 and then my presents from my mom were like
2: Disney soundtracks okay. that I could listen huh? to. So I don't know why. I but remember she made, this. made sure
1: some... to stagger yeah. the gifts. But.
2: I don't know why I remember this, but this is the same year or maybe it was like the year after. My dad gave my mom a gift that she opened on Christmas Eve and it said personal. <laughs> uh, like on the outside yes. it said personal? Yeah, yeah. It was like, like for your And answer. on the
3: inside it said lubricant. Ew. Settle down. These are no. my parents. No. Hey. Hey. Like, parents make love, too. And. Including yours. Uh,
2: she was like, should I not open it here? And he was like, no. And this is my dad doing a joke. And it was this movie. Fancy,
3: fancy Pants fancy starring pants. Bob Hope and Lucille Ball.
2: I think the joke was was it was like lingerie, like Fancy Pants. Dildo. Wink, wink. That's what I was thinking.
3: Okay. Oh. oh, I yeah. So I went to uh, the store and I got you some fancy pants. <laughs> right? No, that that's the joke that was being. It was like this is a personal
2: la- gift. And then
0: I'm
1: just picturing your parents now in lingerie, and I'm digging uh, it. Digging
3: well it. I'm picturing Both your dad in Victoria's JK, JK, JK. Secret right now. Yes.
0: Oh, Don't traumatize Josh's me on this face. podcast. We
2: still doesn't even know his parents. <laughs> but I will say, uh, then Christmas Eve, we had to go watch this movie. Oh, Ugh.
1: you had to watch Fancy Pants. We all like How watched it. it.
2: It's Christmas Eve. Kids have to stay up all night because they're so excited. Yeah. Fell asleep like yeah. 30 minutes into this Bob Hope, Lucille Ball movie from 1950. Still haven't finished it. Don't care for it.
3: Oh, you should go back and finish it. Maybe
2: I'll go back and revisit it. <laughs> yeah, it's Let good. me go see if it's on any of the streaming sites that I Turn uh, classic uh, movies. steal
3: movies from. Um, back on topic. Let me tell you about the first DVD player I ever got in my copy of The Matrix. Oh, tell us. That That's really the whole oh, story. Okay. I got a DVD, so got a DVD player DVD in in around 2000. 1999 2000. And I got a copy of The Matrix. I think I got American Beauty. Uh, they were in the yeah. cardboard cases. Yeah,
1: my mom got me a DVD player in like 2001 2002, and she she managed to contact my roommates at the time, and like my roommate. That I live with Jason, bought me Requiem for a Dream and Fight Club.
2: Uh, Those were two of my first also. Mm -hmm.
1: So I got those. Fight
2: Club is at least a good DVD. Where you're talking about those like once it opened like. Yeah. yeah, Oh, cool. I bought a DVD player and it came with Arlington Road.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Arlington Road was
1: underrated. (sighs) That's a good movie.
0: It's a good. I love Tim Robbins. Okay. Anyway. I remember getting a free DVD player when I signed up for a checking account. Wow. In like two thousand one or two thousand two. Wow. I got a mug. That was a, really a good terrible perk. DVD player. Yeah. But I mean it just felt like plastic, like it was made of plastic and felt like it would fall apart, but it lasted quite a while. Nice.
2: We didn't really talk about the big battle scene in the quarry, but
3: it doesn't matter. Yeah, you did. He said that some guy pulled a gun, then some guy fell into the quarry.
2: And well he says Oh okay, that's your choice. You can choose to be pushed. Like, he wants her to jump into the quarry. Do
1: we want to do an R.L. Stein thing where I just talk about jump scares? No. Okay.
0: I
2: mean, I, I do. I wrote them all I want to go to bed.
3: Sames.
0: I was going to say something about how I just loved how, um, right from the beginning, I feel like throughout the book, he does a great job in this book, much better than some of the earlier ones that I read, of setting the scene, like, kind of creating this spooky world and... Um, this dark, black night, uh, creepy, creepy setting,
3: like the excerpt from the beginning,
0: like that, or like when Ginny is first
1: going to the Hagen's house. They're on a bus at night because mm-hmm. it's in like a, the old part of town that no one goes to, and Ginny can't drive yet, and it's dark and it's
0: October ish. Mm-hmm. And I can can't yeah. you picture it I perfectly, can. right? Yeah. Like all the leaves are plastered on the streets and. Everything's damp,
1: cold, wet,
3: You could call foggy. the first gothic horror writer, really. <laughs> I've run out of funny things. I can't talk anymore.
1: The only thing I would want to address about Earl Stein is just his the use of jump scares throughout this book that were really, really cheap. But I think maybe when I was a, a youngster reading this book, they probably were freaky. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, I'm just like, OK, something grabs your leg. You turn the page. Oh, it's a cat. Yeah. (laughs) She hears footsteps.
0: Oh, it's Donnie. Donnie.
1: The kid she forgot she was babysitting, who's also in the house. Like, obviously. There's a hand on her shoulder of talking to Willers. It's Donnie again. There's a mouth breather on the telephone. That's the first call. And she runs into Donnie's room. And he's in the, well, he's in the office with his, we didn't talk about this, but he is in the office with like holding the phone, the receiver. Yeah. And she's like, Donnie, and he's like, No, I was just listening. I wasn't pranking you. So that's the calls Why are coming from the listening? house. Just Because the phone rang. Because he's creepy.
0: He's that just is a weird a
1: little game. kid. There's the hideous deformed figure in the window. Oh, it's Chuck wearing a mask, being a jerk. Like, and also, how can you not tell that's a mask?
3: But was like, it a haunted was, mask? Was
1: mask technology that good <laughs> in nineteen eighty nine that you would look at it and be like, Well, when was but it? Was when really did Mission really
3: Impossible dark. come out?
2: Ninety four?
1: <laughs> Mission Impossible is like ninety eight. Six ninety seven,
2: 97 maybe
1: maybe okay and then donnie disappears oh he's under the bed like there's this these weird and at this point like i'm like jenny should have had a heart attack mm-hmm. like honestly all the rl stein heroines with all the jump scares they have to deal with in their in the in the short time we're allowed into their lives like they should have had heart attacks at this point and 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 not be with us anymore Because they're just constantly being frightened
3: Maybe jump scares don't work in books Because Maybe they're not. not movies Just That's just my But thought.
0: they are jump scares, are they not? I know it's it. <laughs> it worked on me when I was when I was a kid really? or whatever because oh, yeah. I couldn't wait. Well, did you have the same reaction? Turn the next page.
3: Well, yeah, it's a, it's like a it's, it's a they're page cliffhangers. Turning. Yeah, are yeah. yeah. like like,
0: cliffhangers,
3: but, but they're also kind like, of like ah, like something grabs my leg. But the then you thing turn James the page. James Patterson does with his, yeah. th- with his I redone. mean,
2: they I might don't be cliffhangers, but I consider
1: them jump scares because it's it's like something grabs my leg and you don't know what it is until you turn the page. So it's just it's it's not a visual format. Yeah, yeah. It's not a visual my dog is a ghost.
3: <laughs> that see that's the twist I would do. That's
1: a good goosebumps book. My dog is a ghost.
3: Hang on. Oh, okay. I have we, we're not doing goosebumps, but can I do one last gag? This is no, it's just stealing onion jokes. But <laughs> the onion did a list of of goosebumps titles okay that aren't real, but
1: <laughs> I guess we've talked about all we need to talk about with Earl Stein. At least for this book, we'll be revisiting him soon. Crystal, is there anything else you want to talk about regarding Earl Stein or the babysitter or Anything that- Anything
0: on this? No, I feel like we pretty much covered it all. It was really great to go back and read this book now and see it from my perspective now and kind of remember that nostalgia of, you know, why was I so drawn to these? Um, but I do feel like revisiting this has made me think that I need to write like a dissertation on <laughs> R.L. Stein. I
1: agree. I I gave this.
0: Now is the point in
1: the podcast where we do our ratings, which is the hooves rating plus the horn. If it's really good,
5: Wait, and I, hooves
1: are good or bad. Hooves. Okay, so it's like a it's a one to four hoof rating. Yeah, for the horse. But if it's amazing, then they get the the the, unicorn. the unicorn horn. Right? Um, Can you do
3: a centaur if, if it's like really really good?
1: Maybe we'll get to that. Centaur with a a horn, a unicorn. So I gave this a pretty good rating on Goodreads. And I think 75% of that is nostalgia. Mm -hmm. I think like if I had picked this up as someone like Josh, who had never read R.L. Stein, never read his books. And I just started reading these. I wouldn't have that nostalgia factor. Yeah. So I don't think I would have rated it quite as high. For this, I'm still going to give it four hooves. I stand by it because it, it sets a precedent for a lot of the YA horror books that were to follow.
0: Yes.
2: So it made a bunch of other books really sucky.
1: Or amazing. It depends upon how you look at them. Different writers do it differently. But it, it set a precedent for the horror YA genre, and, and it became very popular. And also this this iconic cover. Don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. R.L. Stein as a baby. Josh was just showing us pictures
0: of him. So I still give it four hooves. Crystal, do you have a rating for this? I would say three and a half to four hooves. I mean, even though there's parts that are just absurd to me and things about it that make me question R.L. Stein, I love Jenny and, you know, I'm not going to abandon her just because R.L. Stein gave her a really crappy uh, boyfriend and. Some weird um, demeanors, so yeah, I stand by it. Josh.
2: Two, no connection, didn't like it, not good. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am going to take his masterclass, though, which he teaches online in one of those masterclasses, much like oh, Aaron, really? Aaron Sorkin, Martin Scorsese, James Patterson.
1: Arlstein has a masterclass. He does. How much and, is it?
2: Uh, I should have researched this more. Yeah, uh, you should have. Now we got dead air, Josh. Well, I'm just going to play his... I'm gonna play the beginning of his. Uh, okay, play it. YouTube yeah, ad. put it up
1: here. Maybe Blake can incorporate it properly later.
5: Good folding. Yeah. Reader, beware! You're in for a scare. Being <laughs> your new instructor, it says. My job is to scare people. Is
1: this his voice? But in
5: this master class, I hope to teach you that writing doesn't have to be scary. What? When you start to write, do a complete outline. I start generally with oh, the ending. We're getting the if class If I know right the now. ending, then I can spend the whole book fooling the reader. I was a really fearful kid, and I was always sure something was lurking in the garage. Now I can remember that feeling of panic. And I can oh bring God, it back and try to put it into my books. Okay,
2: I'm going to stop this because it goes on for another minute. Yeah, that's kind of long. Mm-hmm. But I want to say this video has 166,000 views. Thumbs up on YouTube, 1.2K. Thumbs down, literally one. And I want to tell you something now. Mm-hmm. It now has two. Oh
4: <laughs> and i no! the second one. Wow. And I just did
3: it to
2: no, him.
4: It's yeah. You There's know the RL.
2: To do it too. You him. got it? No. You dislike this video? Dragon. Boom.
4: Damn.
1: No. Had to do it.
2: Didn't like your book. You're do, a jerk. Do better, RL.
1: Okay. R- do you guys want to know what the babysitter did on Goodreads? Yes.
2: I'm going to guess 3.8.
1: You think it's 3.8?
2: I'm guessing it's very high because people were like, five stars. Love it. Nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. Five okay. It's, babysitter... it's like all these people who, re- what's that movie that I don't like? That kid, the Goonies. Little bo- Goon- oh yeah, I don't see. Have... All I'd say was,
1: Do you like Goonies? I don't either. I you never weren't got a it.
2: terrible like. I think I watched boy. it too
1: old. Yeah, I was too old when yeah, I watched same. it. Yeah. yeah, and okay, so the babysitter number one, which is what this is, yeah. is three point seven three on Ooh. Goodreads. Um, should I pick a random review and just read it?
0: Yes.
2: Just read mine. Sucks.
1: <laughs>
0: Didn't
2: <on>. like it. <laughs>
1: I don't think you just left two stars. Uh, okay. <laughs> you didn't write a review. <laughs> Accurate. A reader named Alejandro said, "Cool reading. Hazardous jobs." So
2: Babysi- babysitting. No, it's true. It is a hazardous uh, job. You have to clean up poop sometimes. If it's a sometimes, sometimes there's adventures. duty.
1: Sometimes there's creepy ass dads who want. Sometimes to Sometimes
2: just people keep calling, breathing heavily. Sometimes there are adult. Detectives that will not tell you why they're prowling around even though they see you're in fear and They're undercover. And and they you say, Why didn't you tell me earlier? And he was like, Well, we were waiting to see if he'd kill you.
3: (laughs) We were waiting for him to do the kill before we did the arrest. That's
2: essentially what he said. Yeah. We you were basically our trap and bait Honey trap. They should have called the,
3: the book Honey Trap. Do you want to go out on a quiz? A good Arlstein quiz that I invented? Sure. Okay, I call this game, is this a Goosebumps title Okay. or a title made up by uh, Onion website ClickHole.com?
1: Okay, okay, this sounds good.
3: And any first one to shout out the answer wins.
1: Okay.
2: What do I win? Can I have one of your toys? Okay.
3: Real Goosebumps title or, or faked by ClickHole? Okay. No, you can't have my toys. <laughs> your two choices are Monster Blood and Night of the Dog that Barked All Night.
1: Monster Blood is a real goosebumps title.
2: She mentioned that earlier, right?
3: I, I did. I did because I'm a big Monster Blood stand. Alright, that was that was a gimme. That was just a, a test. <laughs> now that Jessica's a one, that was fake. Say cheese and die. That's real. That's, That's real. a goosebumps. Yeah. You're sp- okay. Well we are okay. People who yeah, exactly. You, you they can't also,
0: ask these
2: questions. It has to be fake or fake, which sounds more fake.
3: <laughs> Say cheese and die. Or stay out of the haunted ghost room that bleeds real blood. <laughs> I'm gonna say number two is actually the real one.
4: You're
3: wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of. Okay. I'm trying to think of. Okay, what was the Welcome to Dead House? Or the monster that touched everyone's food? <laughs> welcome to Dead House is
2: real. It, it all. It doesn't really work when you say what is the title of that one, and then <laughs> Jesse whispers it to I you.
3: Cut it out, father. And then, <laughs> and, then <laughs> and then you ask us. Ha- Half of that's Jessica's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Night of the Living Dummy. We all that's know that's real. That's really His name is Slappy. It's, it's real. a goddamn joke <laughs> bit. <laughs> it's a bit. It's, it's, it's a, a, a bit. We're supposed
1: to read both titles and then act dumb.
2: Oh, okay. That's what we're it doesn't to do. work when someone works in a bookstore forever and someone owns a bookstore. This does not work. All I
3: wanted to say was this, this joke doesn't he play. I just wanted
1: to say the fake ones. I wanted to say also, the... Also, f- un- whoever made this clickhole or onion... Listed the real ones this first cl- and not the fake ones, so they did it This click hole
3: has always made me laugh, okay? <laughs> okay? Okay, I'm sorry. Fake Goosebumps titles.
1: But You know what the best click hole is? It's which potato no, looks like Chaney and Tatum. No.
3: <laughs> we're not going off that far on tangents. I
1: really like that one.
3: Be careful with dad's Honda. I'm okay. just going to do the highlights. Okay. But that demon's in a wheelchair. <laughs> VCR, RIP.
0: <laughs> That's Relevant. Good. Yeah.
3: This book is about a swamp zombie, but hey, at least your kid is reading.
2: <laughs> That's a real one, actually.
3: <laughs> I wish. Oh, God. <laughs> Some of these I, I may or may not cut. The Dark Skinned Human.
1: Oh, God. It's mm-hmm. awful.
3: Nope. It's a click hole joke. It's Ooh. not on Blake. Watch out for divorce. <laughs> Mystery Goo.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That, that could be real. My, this is my, okay, I'll end on my favorite. You let the ghost in, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> so that was jokes I didn't write. Thank you. It's for a new segment. Thank jokes you for letting Blake me didn't write. do that.
2: Next week he's just going to do a bunch of uh Shane Gillis jokes.
3: Is that the one that got stolen by? Wait, what? That's the guy that didn't get Saturday Night Live because he was uh, racist. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, he Oh was, yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 not
0: too soon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, well,
3: you're canceled.
1: Blake, edit B- this up and make all it right. really good.
3: Before I cancel all of you, mm-hmm. why don't you? Uh, Take us out and give us your plugs and whatnot.
1: We already gave our ratings. Does anyone have a shout out or a plug that they want to do? No. Crystal, shout out, plug, anything you read that's good, good movie you saw, shout out to a friend, maybe.
0: Well, I got a shout out to William Trinity. Whoop, whoop. He keeps me going in the horror reading. Good job, Will.
2: I'm going to shout out William Blake because he did good art good just good writing
3: love that red dragon (laughs) he did that right
1: i don't have any shout outs
3: okay uh shout out to aux podcast network that's (laughs) dot com.
1: that's blake's i guess so don't go to that
3: website i don't own it
1: i want to thank crystal for coming yes. here tonight and being our guest and, putting up and with this garbage giving us some great insight for Earl stein and for so long what it meant to you and for putting up with these horrible boys and now you know what i go through yeah. every week this
3: is her nightmare that she lives
0: This, this is what i do well um, thank you for having me and i just i love this and i can't wait till uh, the babysitter too when will that be christmasy um spring
1: oh that sounds good okay that's probably Missouri in the winter
3: (laughs) who wants to do that did you say where they find you on Instagram
1: not yet Blake I'm getting
3: there I'm prompting you come on
1: if you want you can follow us on Instagram at are you there pod um if you have a moment subscribe to our podcast rate and review us it helps us out it gives us a little boost there and thank you for listening until next time see you later horse girls Thank you
5: And this is my master class. A U X
4: Ox Audio.